0: More than 3,300 were helped last year alone because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. the number 2, t, dot, org.
1: Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kiwi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast.
0: You're listening to the Fuck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Team, welcome to the Freedom Hot Tuesday, March 29th edition of the program. We have signs of progress in Ukraine, talks with Russia over the war that's going on there. Uh, good progress, it seems, at this stage. Ron DeSantis here in the States signs the parental rights in education bill that has the left so upset. And Biden's budget has a lot of money, billions of dollars, over 30 billion for police and law enforcement initiatives. Almost like we had to learn that refund the police is a much better idea than defund the police. Libs only find this stuff out when elections are looming. Isn't that so interesting? We'll be discussing all of that here coming up in just a moment. If you've never been a real estate investor before, listen up. I hadn't even bought a home, never mind as an investment property, until I met my friends at Done For You Real Estate. Uh, They will take you through every step of the process to help you find a city you want to invest in, a good home in, a single-family home, and they'll help you get set up with a loan, a broker, Even a management company to get a tenant in place, you start getting that free cash flow coming to you every month, and you're building up equity and really building your financial security over time. It's great for retirement purposes or if you just want to build financial stability over the long run. It's an easy process when they walk you through it. I've done it now several times. Done for your real estate has turned me into a real estate investor, and I had no experience, knew nothing about it before. Go to doneforyoubuck.com and you'll learn all about this. doneforyoubuck.com is the website. Again, that is doneforyoubuck.com dot com to begin your real estate investment journey today. So there is progress in talks with Ukraine, apparently, Ukraine and Russia, which is a certainly a good thing. What is our our first priority above all other priorities is don't get into a nuclear uh, war right? That's very straightforward. But in terms of the more immediate and uh, a priority where we actually have to take action instead of avoiding the wrong action, uh, helping to bring about an end to this conflict through negotiation, that's what we want. We just want the bullets and the bombs to stop and to figure out how these two countries will go forward alongside each other. It seems right now there is some Decent progress on that front. Ukraine has proposed a neutral status with guarantees, but is this just a Russian head fake? Does Putin really want to stop at this point or does he want to just refit, reequip, take a breath for his military and then go for even more? Those are questions I I don't have answers to right now. I I can't tell because I'm not on the ground. There's so much information that's coming to us from this battlefield that is either straight up propaganda or just fog of war false. What are the Russian losses really? We believe them to be substantial. We don't have clear figures on it. Uh, has Russia taken much more of a beating than was anticipated? It does seem so, which would make sense considering that the Russians had gotten used to Ukraine as essentially a non military power. Uh, up until they seized Crimea and the Donbass conflict happened and then the West. People forget this has been arming Ukraine for about six, seven years now. The Trump administration started giving these anti-tank javelin missiles and, and other uh, sophisticated weaponry to the Ukrainians. And there's been U.S. special forces who have been training Ukrainians in their force multiplier mission, uh, core mission for U.S. Uh, U.S. special forces. Uh, Green Berets, they've been they've been doing that for years. So it is a substantially improved Ukrainian military. And when you add in all the volunteers, all the people have showed up. I do think now Russia has faced clearly a stiffer resistance than anticipated. But is that the same thing as Russia has had enough of this fight or is nearing the end of its fight and just wants the official status of crimea to be part of russian federation the donbass region as well probably will want a land bridge between crimea and donbass uh and and then ukraine would hopefully be able to keep the rest of its territory is that what the final the final deal will look like and what does that also mean about russian aggression going forward how does russia enforce in its mind Never mind what we think about it. How does it enforce a neutral status guarantee? These are all outstanding questions. In the background of all of this, you have a Biden administration that does just seem like it can't it can't shoot straight. I mean, they've got real problems here at the very top with Joe Biden. I, I will say they have maintained the non-intervention position so far, uh, which is a good thing. Uh, you know, they they've done with regard to no U.S. troops in Ukraine, and that has been the official position, that's what I have wanted. That's what I would have I would have advised if I were in a position to do so to the president, as I had been in uh, previous years, and uh, my capacity as a CIA analyst, basically a CIA academic. That's really what an analyst is. And uh, I, I think that there needs to be clarity over what has been done well and what has been a mess. Biden, though... With some of his gaffes, as we talked about yesterday, really has shown everybody that in a moment of peril for the country, for the world, this is not the guy you want to have in charge. And it's not because I disagree with him. It's because he's not up for this. He's not in a position uh, that actually allows for somebody to be in a state of declining mental capacity uh, without serious consequences for the rest of us. So Biden said a few things. We don't Remember, he made the comment about respond in kind to chemical weapons, and then he made a comment about, uh, what was it? He made a comment about respond in kind to chemical weapons, about U.S. troops seeing with their own eyes in Ukraine. That didn't go over very well with the people paying attention. And then most troublesome was the Putin cannot remain in power line. When he was asked about this, though, Joe Biden is rewriting history and essentially saying, don't believe your lying eyes and ears. Believe what I tell you now. Here's Fox's Peter Doocy asking him about the walkbacks. Play clip one. Are you worried that other leaders in the world are going to start to doubt that America is back if some of these big things that you say on the world
1: stage keep getting walked back? Pretty much getting walked back. It made it sound like just in the last couple of days, uh, it sounded like you told U.S. troops they were going to Ukraine.
0: It sounded like you said it was possible the U.S. would use a chemical weapon. And it sounded like you were calling for regime change in Russia. And we know...
1: None of the three occurred. None of the three occurred. None of the three.
0: Never happened. Never said, I'm going to tell you something. No joke here. It's no joke. You know, the things you say is happening. It's just not happening. This stuff was going... It's not going. You know, it's not not a joke, folks. It's not, not a joke. This is the guy who's running the country, everybody. This is the guy who is in charge. Even Ben Rhodes over at MSNBC pointed out, look, Biden's got to make really clear here because the, there's negotiations underway that could theoretically end this conflict in a matter of days. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, wouldn't that be something to celebrate if this war could stop? And here is see, uh, MSNBC's Ben Rhodes saying, "Look, you got to make sure that Bi- the Putin regime doesn't think that Biden has regime change as the official policy, because that's going to mess up everything here and make things a lot more dangerous." So even libs are saying it. Play four.
1: The problem right with that statement is that you had a whole speech that was clearly very carefully prepared and and I think very well prepared. It's a very good speech. That was not about. The united states formally shifting to a policy of pursuing regime change in russia i mean that right. you couldn't listen right. to that speech and think that that's what it's building to but then at the end he added this kind of personal statement where it looked like the moment really carried him into saying uh for god's sakes this guy can't remain in power he has to make clear that it is not the policy of the united states government to seek regime change in russia um as much as by the way everybody watching uh, might think that that's a very common sense statement this is a, a nuclear-armed nation, um, and, and that kind of existential threat towards the president of Russia uh, is, is something that uh, not only you know goes beyond, I think, what the U.S. is prepared to pursue from a policy basis.
0: Let's be very clear here. He's not really the president of Russia when all said and done. Technically, yes, he is. He is the autocrat. He is, for all intents and purposes, the czar. Okay, this guy is the monarch right now of russia and we all know the phrase from the wire the show about uh, drug dealing and cops in baltimore you come at the king you best not miss this is not just a when you're when you're saying that that putin must go you're saying that the whole system is under threat in russia because he is the system essentially This is not like in the U.S. you say, oh, in four years, it'll be somebody else. No, in four years, it won't be somebody else, at least not in Putin's mind. And not in the mind of the people that are around him that enable him. So this was not a this was not a minor gap. You see, it's not like, oh, I hope he loses the next election or you would have to have a coup and probably a violent one to get rid of Vladimir Putin. So regime change from inside or outside would be a highly risky process. And there there are. Thousands and thousands of nuclear weapons um, that are in the background of all of this. Talk about the uh, the Florida parental rights bill, because that's what it is actually called. And also crime and the Biden regime. And what are they doing about it? It looks like they figured out the polling is not in favor of this lunatic idea of defund police. We'll discuss. But there's really no organization I can think of. Uh, that does a better, more dedicated job to supporting America's heroes and their families than the the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family stability. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling our most severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. And now, through Operation Home Base, Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. Our nation's heroes, who, people who put their lives aligned for our country and our communities, need your help. Help these heroes and their families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Tunnel to Towers Foundation. First, let's just have a, a quick moment here on the on the Biden budget proposal. Before I get into the defund the police, refund the police situation. Uh, Here's Senator Ted Cruz pointing out that if, if Biden got his way, the national debt would be, well, here's Senator Cruz play clip 10.
1: Joe Biden's budget and the socialists and the Democratic Party, they want to jack up taxes on Americans across this country. You know, this budget proposes taking the national debt all the way up to $45 trillion. That is a staggering amount. And one of the amazing things about Biden's budget is it's based on old, outdated numbers, so it assumes inflation is still down at 2%. We're seeing record-high inflation of 8%, and, and the Biden budget numbers laughably assume that the trillions they've spent already hasn't caused inflation.
0: That's right. They assume, or they pretend, that they haven't caused inflation. And the inflation that we're seeing shows you that they're wrong, and they will continue to be wrong. Now they're going to do a lot of class warfare stuff around the billionaires, tax, and all the other stuff. And by the way, I'm, I'm not about to lay down in traffic for the billionaires. If they're actually going to be taxing billionaires, Republicans shouldn't make a huge stink about uh, about protecting billionaires' fortunes. But if they're going to tax unrealized gains, I mean, it's all about how they do it. If they're going to raise the corporate tax, that is going to hurt everyone who has any investments, any assets, any 401k, etc. You name it. It's going to hurt everyone. It's going to hurt the whole economy. So that's where it becomes a problem. So I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, my gosh, you know, Bill Gates, he can't afford to pay more. No, we can't allow that. Capitalism. Is it really going after Bill Gates, though? Is it a true wealth tax or is it something they call a wealth tax, but really is going to affect everybody, everybody else? We already live with a a highly progressive tax system. So people say, oh, no, but we can't. Well, they're already going after people who earn over 300 or over four hundred thousand dollars a year, whatever it is. As though they're wealthy, and in any major U.S. city, you're not rich if you're earning a couple of hundred grand—not not by a long shot. But if you earn forty million versus you earn four hundred thousand, the tax rate there's a there's a similar federal tax rate, the same federal tax rate, and then it just becomes a question of carve outs and all the other schemes and tax shelters and things that people set up. So it's not about just the billionaires, but let let's get into the defund refund police controversy because uh the democrats know that a train is coming down the tracks for them and they're in a lot of trouble on the crime front as they should be uh, what they did in the aftermath of the uh killing of george floyd by a police officer in minneapolis the blm movement 2.0 that they launched was uh reckless and destructive and it was a moral panic on race issues in this country that was leveraged by democrats in an election year to undermine the sitting president, to undermine law and order across the country and deliver the country into the quasi-senile uh, mediocrity known as Joe Biden, really submediocrity. President Biden, though, has realized the problems that this has posed for them because people, it turns out, no matter who you are, unless you're a true zealot of the left, and there are some of them out there who say, fine, steal my bicycle out of my home while I'm home in San Francisco, I don't even care. I can get another one. I mean, there are lunatics out there who vote lib with Nancy Pelosi's a smart, good person. There are plenty of them. But put that aside for a moment. Most people don't want to be in danger in their city. Most people don't want to be worried about crime when they go into the city, even if they don't live in one. And Americans are concerned. Fifty one percent in twenty twenty one, according to a big Gallup poll. It was only 38% who were concerned about crime in 2020. So a big jump up. And we've had uh, the last year, uh, 2021, was the worst year for murders nationwide in 25 years, at least. And, the, and and comes after the biggest jump in murders in a 18-month period of time since they were ever recording this. So the country got a whole lot more dangerous and violent. Why? They want to say, oh, it was COVID. Obviously not, because now... We've gotten out of COVID lockdowns across the country, and you still have a very high crime rate. It wasn't because of COVID. That was a dodge. That was a lie. They knew that. It's because they decided that we should go soft on criminals, that progressive prosecutors think the criminal justice system is racist, and they were going to start making social engineering a more important component of their jobs than law and order. It's because Democrats wanted to pretend that the real problem is the guns, lawful gun owners. They're the, they're the real issue instead of criminals. And they don't want to really punish criminals because they don't like that. They feel like, oh, gosh, the criminals, our society is so unjust and racist. When we punish criminals, we're perpetuating the injustice and racism. So we're not going to punish people the same way. And you say, well, hold on a second. I thought every individual is treated as an individual. Why are we looking at this as though it's a function of group dynamics? That's what the left does. That's how they change the philosophy of the criminal justice system. And this is this is why we have such a high crime rate. You know, there are a lot of a lot of idiot libs who are saying this is not true, and it's all these other things. Please give me a break. All right, we all know what's really going on here. And even Biden now knows. President Biden's proposing more than thirty two billion dollars in new spending to fight crime, according to White House officials familiar with his twenty twenty three budget plans. And uh this shows he will fund not defund the police or even refund the police if you will well they're only doing this by the way not because they feel badly for all the crime that's been committed not not because the victims of violent crime are on their conscience or anything like that. it's cuz they know the american people are going to say you, you you libs are loons and they're about to get voted out of power and they want to avoid that anything for power they'll even go back on their on their deeply held beliefs if it means they can stay in power All right, we'll come back to Governor Ron DeSantis and the parental rights and education bill here in a moment. But you know that fortune favors the bold, the strong, the brave. If your business to break out of anything holding you back, you need business checking as brave as you are. Introducing Novo Business Checking. Novo is powerfully simple business checking. Unlike the traditional banking model, Novo has no minimum balances, no transaction limits, and no hidden fees. Instead of a one size fits all approach, Novo is customized to your business to save you time and free up cash flow with seamless integrations to Stripe, Shopify, QuickBooks Online, and more. Sign up for Novo for free and join the community of over 150,000 fearless small businesses who found a customizable business checking solution that admires their brave. Sign up for your free business checking account right now at novo.co slash buck. That's N O V O. Novo.co slash buck, Novo.co slash buck. Nova Platform, Inc. is a fintech, not a bank. Banking services provided by Middlesex Federal Savings, F.A., member FDIC. Terms and conditions apply. Now, uh, the DeSantis bill. Here is Governor DeSantis signing the parental rights and education bill. Play 16, please. We will continue to recognize that in the state of Florida, parents have a fundamental role in the education, health care, and well-being of their children. We will not move from that. I don't care what corporate media outlets say. I don't care what Hollywood says. I don't care what big corporations say. Here I stand. I'm not backing down. Here I stand. I'm not backing down. That, that should be the rallying cry Of Republicans across the country on every issue that really infuriates the libs and makes them apoplectic, makes them freak out, makes them lie as they are about the don't say gay bill. It's not a don't say gay bill and they know it, but they had to rename it so they could run a campaign against a bill that does not really exist. And this is all you have to know. They get upset about this whole parental rights issue because they know they're losing and they're losing people they need to vote for them. And so that's why they're so agitated, because what what is the the foundational principle of the left of the Democrat Party? Anything to be in power. What do we have to do? We'll do that. Anything to be in power. So remember, Sun Tzu has some good advice on this. If your opponent is temperamental, seek to irritate him. Right. If your opponent is temperamental, seek to irritate him. If when the libs are agitated. Go after the thing they're agitated about. You know, this was true about the it's true about the uh, transgender swimming issue. They get very agitated about it. they don't have good arguments and they know it. So they just get angry. It's true about uh, about critical race theory in schools. And now it's true about gender indoctrination in schools. If Republicans make schools the political battleground parental rights in schools, the benefit, the welfare of children as the primary guiding star in schools, not teachers unions, not as a jobs program for adults. If Republicans do that, they will crush. They will crush the Democrats in this midterm. I mean, among other things. But this is a central front in this battle. Learn the lesson of Governor Yunkin and Virginia. Parents have seen the evil underbelly of the left when it comes to the way that a lot of this stuff gets taught in schools the vile critical race theory stuff, the masking up, the child abuse of children, parents see it. They see it. They know. Remember, you're not going to get everybody. 20% of the country is insane. 20% of the country is going to be triple masking alone in the woods for the next 50 years because Fauci's a genius. They're they're gone. You're never going to be able to reason with 20% of the country, maybe even 30%. But some of these issues we're talking about here, parental rights and education, 60%. 65. You get into transgender competition in sports? Oh, that's more like an 80, 85% issue of the voting adult public of America. That's what we're talking about. Lean in on that stuff. Win. The Republicans have to win. They have to see that pathway and go all in. All right, team. Thanks for rolling with me here in the Freedom Hut. Talk to you tomorrow. Shields high. Who is there for heroes of the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies? or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who, the Tunnel Towers Foundation. The Foundation's gold star, fallen first responder, smart home, and homeless veteran programs comprise their in-the-line-of-duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's never-forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year dozens of golf outings and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is educating kids kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep its vow to never forget more than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at t2t.org that's t2t.org the number two, t, dot, org.